Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. We're back. Luke Moore and Pete Donaldson here for the Luke and Pete Show. 2019, baby. <laughs> Six a- months in. It's the Attitude Era. Yeah. <laughs> Episode 175, Pete. Yeah. A brave new era, some are calling it. A brave new era. Oh, my voice. I've just been to Disney, actually. Uh, which one? Which one? Which, which, uh... The, the main one. Which... <laughs> Well, the advert Disneyland. Yeah, that was, that, was, that, was the, that was to the tune of a whole new world from Aladdin, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's what, okay, well, I was good. I was at a wedding over the weekend, and that's why my voice is like this uh, because I drank prosecco all day and night. And um, um, did it have acid in it? <laughs> well, oh, a lot of people end. like to pop a raspberry in their prosecco. We put a, li- a little tot of sulfuric acid. I will put a, a little um, watch battery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just let it slowly fizz away, <laughs> like fling, fling, fizz. Yeah, um, it was good, uh, but um, there was a lot of Disney. Uh, there's a lot of Disney love in the room. Yeah. Um, and she had, she, uh, uh, Pakistani girl, she had a um, lot of henna. Mm-hmm. And she had a, you know, um, the Miyazaki, um, uh, I think it's Miyazaki, uh, the My Neighbor Totoro. No. The uh, cartoon. She had a little Totoro built in. Just like Howl's Moving Castle and all that yeah, kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's, okay. all, that's yeah. all nonsense. Oh, she had a bit of that in the henna. She had a bit of that in the that's henna. Nice. Beautifully on it. Um, so there was, a, there was a lot of Disney songs at the wedding because my sister was married a few weeks ago. Mm. Um, I can't remember if we talked about it. You've been to a lot of weddings I know, recently. Doing a lot of stuff, and uh, they've all come up once. And um, she's a, she used to work at Disneyland Paris, mm. and so um, there's a bit of a Disney theme going on there. But I was in Disney World in Orlando up until Friday, just gone. Right. So what my did you see? goodness me, it was hot. <laughs> I mean, you don't look particularly tanned, uh, just, it might turn into a tan at some point, you look a bit red. Can I tell you something? I was very, very diligent throughout the entire, I've been through a lot of the southern states of the US over mm. the last week and a half, um, which I'm sure we'll come on to, and I was very diligent with, with sun cream and all that kind of stuff, because mm. you can't muck around there. No. Um, yesterday, went to, with my family, to the 75th anniversary <laughs> D-Day celebrations <laughs> at HMS Daedalus, near where they live, yeah. in the south. I uh, forgot to put your sun cream on, <laughs> got sunburned, so, yeah. Well never, done, Luke. Don't sleep. Do not sleep on it because it gets you. It's cloudy, about sixteen degrees. Is it, got is, it not, is it not? Is it not? Is it not a real fuck you when the thing that brings life to everyone else burns you yes. so readily? So I, I I feel like I shouldn't put factor fifty on because I I'm, I don't want to lose all the vitamin D benefit. Right. And my face and arms are generally okay, so I'll put yeah. like twenty on. And that's fine. I always put fifty on my nose. I mean, fine. yeah. So I've got this face cream which has got. Um, Sun cream protection right. in it, right? Yeah. So, 
but I didn't put that on yesterday morning because mm. I was at my parents and I forgot to take it with me. Anyway, that's boring. But what I was going to say was, it was just quite ironic that that's how I got sunburned. I've been away for a week and a half. Everyone's going to assume that it was in the south of the United States. It wasn't. Um, but we were at Epcot in Disney World uh, on Wednesday. The Epcot Centre. What is the Epcot Centre? Is it indoors? Is it no. that big golf ball? It is. That's part that of it. That big yeah. golf ball, right? Okay. Yeah. Because you, you can get um, uh, segways and go around them. Uh, a friend was recounting a story. Yeah, I think you can get. So it's Epcot is an, is an acronym for Experimental Prototype Community of Tomorrow. It's very nineties, right? But that that golf ball is the is the centerpiece of it. But it's like a big park because so it's got a big half of it is uh, lots of different countries from around the world mm. in microcosm. Yeah. Um, and half of it is like technology rides and yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, but anyway, we're at Epcot. <laughs> Bear in mind, my wife is Italian-American, right? Mm. She's very, very olive-skinned. Um, at one point in Epcot, she turned to me, which has never happened before, and said, should we go back to the hotel for a bit? Because this is hot, isn't it? <laughs> I was like, yeah, all right. Um, looked at my phone. It was 105. <laughs> which is, for, for us, those of us living in Europe, is 40.5 degrees Celsius. It's nothing about what the Indians are uh, dealing with. Is there a heat wave there again? That's insane. It's like um, 51, 50 something. Um, uh, it's like almost the, almost the highest recorded there. Well, I can't imagine that because 40.5, we, I mean, we were wearing sunglasses all mm. day and we just had to go back and rest our eyes. Yeah. Like, the, the brightness and the heat yeah. of it is it's not good for you, I don't think. No, it's, uh, yeah. It, 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 I was getting sun cream just smearing them in my eyeballs. <laughs> well, I mean, there'll come a time uh, not so far away that uh, you just can't go outside. It'll be like the middle of the desert. You just can't go outside, Luke. On Highbury Fields over there. Highbury <laughs> Fields yeah. over there. So um, I was away. Yeah, I was away for a week and a half. I went to Epcot. I went to Disney World, which I kind of loved, by the way. So, no, so there, there, are, there is a raft of people our age and older who are absolute Disney fiends. Yes, there and are. And they appreciate... I think I'd appreciate the craft and the um, uh, the attention to detail that goes into everything. Mate, I think... I was there Crazy. and I was thinking about you and Sam, our, mm. our visual guy, and I was thinking you guys would absolutely love the just the, the quality and the consistency of the mm. branding of it yeah. like it's so well done and one of the things I noticed while I was there so I've been there when I was a kid and I've been there since I was about 15 right. and um, my brother-in-law got married in Huntsville, Alabama which is about I don't know an 8 or 9 hour drive away from Orlando mm. it's far cheaper to fly into Orlando so my wife and I we were like look let's fly on to Orlando let's travel around the south for a bit and then at the end of the week for a couple of days we'll go to Disney World right mm. Might as well do it while you're there. She's she's into it, and I, I thought, yeah, that'll be fine. Uh, I wasn't massively looking forward to the Disney World part of it, I'll be honest. Right. But when I got there, it was I kind of loved it in a, in a way. I, I wasn't putting. <laughs> Why like, is there not to love? I wasn't really? like putting like mouse ears on, like jumping around <laughs> with the characters. But I, I, I thought it was pretty impressive, and it was it's a place where the escapism level was very high. Mm. So as soon as you walk in there. It's you can see why people love it, mm. and and I, I did a lot of reading because I'm a pervert for this kind of stuff. I did a lot of reading up on Walt Disney before after after I came back. Right, not not the racist stuff. Yeah, the brand the branding thing and what he had in mind for it. And do you know in Disney World, from no point where you stand anywhere in this massive park, which is acres and acres, mm. can you see anything? Of the outside, the outside world, world right. to the point where there's there's even restrictions on high rises being built near it. Yes, okay, right. So 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 wherever you go, you, I would spend a lot of my time when I realised this trying to peek. Yeah, trying to peek at the outside, but light. you can't. It's like the village. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's like that. It's like that. It's like an M Night Shyamalan movie. So and and obviously a lot of the stuff you go on, a lot of the experiences you have remind you of being a kid. If you're lucky enough to go there when you're a kid, 
my parents, uh, my dad was laid off his job um, manufacturing in the 80s, your mm. story, and my parents... Thatcher! It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Delder and Thatcher's, yeah. Yeah, my, my, my parents, in a, in, a, in a move that I didn't really appreciate at the time, but now I look back and think, whoa, good on you. <laughs> Rather than putting that nest egg away for the future, <laughs> yeah. not knowing my dad's going to work again, they took us to Disney World, and it was amazing. And so... Um, Damn right. It, it this brought, could be your last trip, kids. Exactly. <laughs> we might all starve to death next year. So brought... Um, Thatcher! Brought a... Um, Brought a lot of memories back for me. Obviously, my wife loved it as well. It was, it was kind of, it was great. And and the whole yeah. deep south of the US, as far as I explored it, I didn't go quite as far west as, as Mississippi. I went to um, Florida, Georgia, Alabama, Tennessee, and South Carolina. Mm. It's just a remarkable place. Oh, it's, it's amazing. It's food, a remarkably food's hot amazing. place. amazing. Did you uh, visit Atlanta in the end? Because I guess I guess there was no. No, but I've been there did. before. Yeah, I've been there before. Atlanta's a great city. But um, yeah, the food's amazing. You can eat there really cheaply, mm. um, and you can eat there well. Um, the proper honest home cooking side of food there is brilliant. Oh, um, huge. I found that um, if you try and go to a nice restaurant there, you get a lot of restaurants there that are trying to be nice but don't quite pull it off. But the street food kind of side of it, mm. uh, particularly in uh, Athens, Georgia, uh, we went to this place called Doggone Good Barbecue, just run by a guy and his son. Mm. Uh, and it's it's kind of pulled pork, pulled chicken, ribs, mac and cheese, collard greens, grits, mm. all that kind of stuff. It's just amazing, and you can eat like a king there for like twenty bucks. Mm. I, I don't know why. Of, why know? can't we eat grits here? I really like grits. They just it's like um, it reminds me of like um, congee. <laughs> like it, kind of, it really it, sets off the uh, the rest I, of the meal. I don't know the answer to that, but I I guess would be that it's corn based, right? Mm. So they that a lot they have a lot of corn based stuff like mm. cornbread and cornmeal and grits. Corn dogs. And I don't know if we have that yeah, maybe we don't available to us as easily or as cheaply. I don't know, that's just a guess. But shrimp anyway, and grits. So shrimp and grits. It was a great um it was a great trip. I know you've been down that part of the world as well. It's funny when um people um are just excited for you being there because you're from the UK. Mm. So if you go to Orlando, I don't care, obviously. Why do you think I got a rural Japan all the time? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Are you a fucking alien? Yeah. <laughs> but if you go to, I mean, my, my brother-in-law got married in Huntsville, in mm. Alabama, and it's not very often that British people would probably go to Huntsville. Mm. So, but um, mass. But they got married at the Space and Rocket Center under the massive, last-built, unused Saturn V rocket. Nice. It was an amazing place for um for a um for a wedding. And uh, my father-in-law Larry, big Larry, we've mm. talked about before. Who you've met. He gave me a present for you. Oh, Larry! So here we go. It's this here. He said, "Larry, um, see." Like oh. <laughs> so we'll get you to put it on for a uh, for a photo. Oh, bless his little cotton socks. There you go. Oh, thank you very well, much. Well, then you describe to the listeners, if they're still listening, what... Uh... It's a t-shirt that says, fuck you, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's a beautiful um, NASA shirt. NASA t-shirt. NASA t-shirt. Ring um, spun, soft style. Get your ass to Mars. Get your ass to Mars. I've actually got a NASA hat from... Uh, I think we went to NASA. Where is NASA? Well, they're, they're dotted around. They're dotted so there's around. one in um, Huntsville, obviously, where we were. Um, there's Have pe- I been to that one there? Houston, yeah, obviously. Famously Houston. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course it was Houston. Yeah, Cape Canaveral, yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Thank you very much. You're Larry. welcome. That's very kind. It's a beautiful wedding, I have to say. What a beautiful wedding. Yeah, I don't know that song, but yeah. Uh, good. It's... Um, they did that High Hopes song. Oh, I know yeah. it. What a beautiful wedding. Hey, hey. Now, Your favourite band, The Levelers. <laughs> Ah, why? Yes. Why do the levelers cause Suck such so contro- fucking hard? No, but why do people hate them so much? Because um, they look like um, Swampy the um, M4 protester. But so what? Is it because of cultural appropriation? Because um, of dreadlocks and stuff? Nah, I mean, I mean, most of them are redhead. I mean, <laughs> good luck with that. I once actually <laughs> thinking about it. I once got a. I might have said this on the show before. The actual. I haven't told a specific story, but I was so my mate at uni. 
in in the, the first summer after the first year of uni. He said, "What are you doing this summer?" I said, mm. I, don't know, "I ain't got any plans." I said, "Come work with me and my dad." All right. So he and he lived in Peterborough. So mm. I travelled up to Peterborough, and his old man, who sadly passed away now, actually, actually it was his mum as well. Both the family, um, all the family, sort of worked there. Um, ran a security company. Right. I won't name them. Um, for some, Group four. <laughs> for some of the practices that I'm about to talk about. Um, <laughs> and, um, Did you get given a knuckle duster? He was like, he was like, come on, work with us. Brilliant. What you do is you go to gigs mm. and you just stand there. Mm. And um, and what happens is uh, you get paid at the end of the day. You haven't really got to do anything. You just put, put a polo shirt on. It's fine. And I was like, even then, <laughs> bear in mind how thick I am now. Even then I was like, need to have some sort of license for this. Like, nah, don't worry about it. Come up to mine. Went to his first gig we did was a Madonna. child died. <laughs> no, no. In 1992, no one died. In 1993, no one died. No, we went up to we end up going back down to Earl's Court and did two nights of Madonna's World Tour. Right, which is amazing because yeah. all that to do was show people to their seats, um, up in the gods, mm. turn around and watch the show. Right, yeah, it was, it was great. Did you get into the groove? Oh, mate, they let's just say Madonna proved her love to me, um, <laughs> and that was fine. Anyway, did that. Next gig was going to the Cambridge Folk Festival. Right. Uh, I had to stand backstage checking people's passes. Yeah. And uh, that was all right until the levelers turned up. I obviously didn't know who they were. I, well, I knew who they were, but mm. I couldn't picture them. This is before the internet, right? So I probably yeah. had only seen them three times in my mm. entire life. And um, I wouldn't let one through because I didn't have a pass. Uh, I was obviously a job's worth. Yeah. But I mean, ultimately, if you pay to do a job, you've got to do a job, yeah, right? Yeah, right. And um, he massively kicked off. Right. To the point where he threatened not to play, and I think they were headliners. <laughs> I was like, oh no, the worst thing about this, this is, I haven't even got a license. So if this if there's like an investigation here, I'm going to lose my job, my mate's going to lose his job, parents are going to lose their job. No one's going to investigate. You, you, you didn't have his pass. It was fine. The guy coming along said, oh yeah, that's the guy from the levers just oh, let him in. Oh, I'll put, I'll put it on my greyhound. To which put point, it on my whippet. To which point, I was... <laughs> I've got on a string. I, I turned into Will McKenzie from the in-betweeners. We're like, well, there's no point having a pass system then. <laughs> so that's why I only ever run in with the levelers. I think you might have mentioned that on the podcast before, but oh, I appreciate that it was a good story and I, I enjoyed it. I probably, I probably... Um, Elaborated. Yeah, I probably yeah. Um, exaggerated loads Fluffed of stuff. It yeah, because the longer it goes, the more... Yeah, the give it another it couple of years and we'll see the same story again, but it'll be... Um, uh, Better band. It'll be um, the Beatles <laughs> on, on t- at Savile Row. Now, I um, and and one other thing that that f- folk festival <laughs> is notable for in my memory is one of the other security guys there. I forget his name now. He was the most <laughs> the most sunburnt man I've ever seen. <laughs> he actually got like proper sunstroke, right. like burns and everything. It was oh, terrible. Dear. He just stood in the sun all day. I don't think he was a bright. Stood in the sun all day <laughs> with no sun cream. Yeah, that's from the like, only, um... dawn till dusk. That's the only time I've ever got really ill on holiday is um, when I was in Houston and I didn't put any um, sunscreen on. It what happened? Foolish. What I, happened? Was, I was foolish. Uh, no, it wasn't Houston. It was... Where did people do the country music? Uh, Nashville. Nashville. There we go. Yeah. Wait, what I happened? Out, you sick? I just walked around. I just felt really... Yeah, I felt really... I was did just the puking shit? and stuff. Puking. Yeah. Isn't that weird? What, you're, you're, when you're seriously ill, be it from radiation poisoning, uh, um, sunburn... Um, uh, a cold, like every every kind of thing, just um ends up with your body just going. I'm gonna puke out all your food. It wants to just get whatever. Get I think the body thinks the same thing. They want to get out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where, what, what's how did this come about? It's probably. Oh my god! So the wedding I went to at the weekend. Oh yeah. 
I think I sent you a picture. Oh, well, this is a crazy story, yeah. He, uh, the, the jam and Azra, beautiful wedding. What a beautiful wedding. Um, they, uh, jam turned up and he had been in hospital for the last two days. He'd only got out at like 10 a.m. Uh, to make the 1 p.m. wedding. <laughs> I've written here um, for the notes for the synopsis, wedding swelling. <laughs> wedding swelling. He did have a wedding So he was in swelling. the hospital till 10 a.m. that day. Yeah. And the doctors were like really like wanting to get him out to his wedding and stuff. But his fit, he looked like Joseph Merrick. He was massive. Allergic reaction? Bee sting? Uh, no, in, infection. Shrimp? Infection. Right, okay. It was just a, First a, of all, I'm thinking straight away bee sting. Yeah. Second of all, seafood. Yeah, something like <laughs> It was just a horrible infection. Um, bless Jam, when he gets ill, he gets really gets ill. Like, we went to Iceland once and he was just sick for the whole thing. Oh dear. Um, infected three of our friends. Didn't get me though. Yeah. Impervious. Robust. Robust. Unless there's I Vitamins. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what happened there? So the photos didn't face... look great, to be fair to him? No, yeah. Well, it started raining and I was like, oh, that's a shame because uh, they haven't done the photos yet. And then I was thinking... I don't think photos are really top priority at this wedding because he looked ridiculous. So what they could have done mm. is taken a load of photos of the, um, the, the the celebration, all the people there and everything yeah. like that. Photoshop. Um, yeah, or do what I did, Mimi and I did for our wedding. Mm. Um, because we got married in the evening, it was dark. Mm. Three days later, we put our gear back put on. Put gear back on and, and went, went out. Got, yeah, you yeah. could do that. Yeah, could have done that. Couldn't I mean, now he's got a big scar on his face where they had to drain the fluid. That's so face. unfortunate. He's, he's so going to be okay, though, right? Yeah, he's fine. He's, I think he's gone on his um, gone on his honeymoon. Yeah, <laughs> with a big, with a big, with a still quite inflamed face, but at least and an open wound that, no, will, news just that will drain. He's broken three ribs and an ankle. <laughs> oh. so, so he can't do any exploring on this honeymoon. Gutted. That's Absolutely. terrible, isn't it? Because the th- big thing is the photos. But as I was talking to my sister about it when you sent the photo through. Yesterday, I was, I was with my sister, and I was like, oh, what do you think about that? What would you have done if it was um, you and her husband? And she was like, oh, yeah, it's, I just want him to be okay, blah, blah, blah. But I could tell she was thinking, he'd have ruined the photo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but the dad... Not I, equipped for a photographer. I had, to, I had to ring my dad uh, the next day because I, I fear I might have cheated on him with, a, with another dad. Ah, the, disappointing. Because the dad, father of the bride was the most adorable man um, he's got the same birthday as me, weirdly. Um, but he, uh, I don't know, I know that. But he would, he did, he did this wonderful speech where he just couldn't get through the first couple of sentences because he was just, fucking, he was just in bits. Um, yeah. and he's like, going, oh, lads, have you, have you got, have you got kids? Oh, when you see a daughter like that, oh. really, <laughs> it was so adorable. And he but, was from France. Oh, really? But, but <laughs> oh, well, oh, beautiful baby daughter. That's why it's good when you get married because you get an, like a whole new dad. A whole new dad. I can show you my dad. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Enjoyable. So that doesn't count. But if you if no. you just meet a friend's dad and you get really into him, yeah, then is that? Do you feel upset for your for Stuart? Yeah, I just feel bad. What did Stuart say down. when you spoke to him? Uh, well, I didn't. I didn't apologize. I didn't say I've done something dreadful, Father. Sit, are you sitting down? <laughs> he beat the pub, so he's a bit more. Uh, Annoying than he usually is. Right. Okay. You can always tell. Yeah. You can always tell. He's like, oh, fuck, he's going to yap. Check out this Hollywood actor's Wikipedia page from the, the 60s. I'm That's like, what he said I'm to you. Gonna, I'm not going to do that. That's what he said to you. I was on air at the time. <laughs> so you said, I want people who maybe newcomers to the show to understand this properly. You were worried that you cheated on your dad with a friend's dad. Yeah. So you called your dad because you felt guilty. Yeah. And your dad was in the pub and said, <laughs> look at this Wikipedia article about a 60s actor. Yeah. And that's a normal conversation. And that, remi- and that reminded me why that dad was probably a bit better. Uh, yeah. And there are people out there listening to this right now who don't understand my fascination with you and your dad. Right. If I don't steal after that, yeah. there's no helping them. Well, do you remember he, um, he sent us a text saying, uh, show me your belly button. Uh, send me a picture of your belly button. Yeah. Just completely out of the blue. No reason for no it. No reason. Nah. I sent it. 
you've, I also like that you've got your dad saved in your phone as dad new mob too. Yeah. <laughs> I've still got contacts that, that I've I've sort of transferred over in a digital stack, digital style. Yeah. Um, uh, from um, like the late 90s on the old Nokia. Every yeah. time I've got a new sim, I've just copied yeah. them over, copied them over. So that you, I always tell those ones are from old school times. Am I still My Luke... dad's new mobile was his dad's first mobile. Am I, is my, is my, am I still Luke Ramble on there? Uh, no, I think you're Luke Moore. Oh, wow. Marcus Football Ramble, Jim Football Ramble, um, Lord Ramble Football Ramble <laughs> is all in there. Right. As Football Ramble. Okay. Um, I'm just on, I know a lot of Johns. My dad's speech for, for my sister's wedding was actually very, very good. Uh, I was yeah. proud of him. He did a good job. And yeah. it would have been difficult to be emotion to not be emotional, right? Well, um uh the, the groom did a speech as well. Can tell he was talking like no, he was, no he, could, he, was, he, he could kind of hear what you said. Talking like had a speech impediment. <laughs> you kind of hear what he was well, saying. It, it looked like Beauty and the Beast because it was like um, tell his oldest time. Because <laughs> you're speaking to like, a man who had a Beauty and the Beast tell his oldest time dinner at Disney World the other day. Oh, nice. So was I talking candlesticks and stuff? Try the grey stuff. It's delicious. <laughs> no, not really. No, but I it was fun. Anyway, carry on. There. Uh, no, it was just uh, he's he's quite um, he's quite uh, Im- not emotional, but he's quite uh, sincere. Yeah. So when he was doing the, uh, I can't remember what the vows were, but it's like I will always cherish you. Blah blah blah. I don't know what the fucking thing it says. That I will I will always cherish you. I always look after you. But because he was so kind of like he's quite charismatic when he speaks and when he's actually feeling something. Yeah. <laughs> but because he had like a kind of two faced kind of like. Um, Batman kind of fans of the opera. It was right there, right, yeah, yeah. And I, I, there was a big bloody organ behind him as well. Could have done it. <laughs> Classic. But, All right, uh, let's he's take... on the men now, and that's the main thing. That is the main thing. Let's yeah. take a break, and uh, while we're in that break, we'll think about what love and happiness truly mean, and then we'll come back and do some emails. Okay. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. See that chap over there? Get your hand off my penis! Julian Assange there. Julian Assange there. A Uh, classic. Now, we pre-wrecked a few shows because I was going away, so we've got a big pile-up of emails. Um, yes. <clears throat> do you want to do one first, Peter? You got one I'll do one there? first. Yeah, okay. yeah just uh, turn this iPad back on. Uh, well, we'll actually, I want to start with a, a tweet. Um, okay. d- news just in okay. today, yeah. in the last um, few hours. Justin Bieber has challenged Tom Cruise to a fight in the octagon, <laughs> Luke. Please tell me this is real. Tom, if you don't take this fight, you're scared and you will never live it down. Who is willing to put on the fight? Dana White. Uh, I presume Dana White is some kind of boxing promoter. So basically, this would be, in to all intents and purposes, uh, like a man fighting his dad. Because yeah. um, Tom is Cruise it? is 56 years old. Yeah, John John Bieber. <laughs> John, John, Bieber. John Bieber is 25. 25. <laughs> so um, <laughs> do, you know, do you know Justin Bieber was born in London? Was he? London, Canada. Oh, uh, shit. I've done there. Done so you that, up there. What um, was that one we did at the Ramble Live show? Bermuda. Um, uh, oh, it was, um, it Hamilton, Bermuda. Hamilton, Bermuda. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. I've just pumped this into Google because I had no idea this was happening. Pump, pump. First news headline. Yes. Justin Bieber challenges Tom Cruise to UFC fight. Conor McGregor offers to host. Straight in there. <laughs> Straight in there. The problem <laughs> he is he'll back? charge about seven million for that. I like um, that Conor McGregor stole his walk off Vince McMahon. It's he's, a great a big, he's a big fan of Vince McMahon, so he does that funny little walk. But Conor McGregor yet to rip both his quads <laughs> while doing it. Oh, classic. That's amazing. Classic. So, what do we think is going to come out of that? Where does this come nothing. from? I don't know why Tom Cruise would uh, get involved. Because because yeah. uh, he's got that... <coughs> excuse me. Tom Cruise has got that um, famous Hollywood um, ratio head to body. Small body, big head. Um, which is perfect for the leading male uh, on the silver oh, I screen. I didn't, didn't realise that. Yeah, uh, Most actors have that. Right. Um, and um, it's just got... Uh, it's got a big old target to aim at, isn't it? It's true. Yeah, he might as well have a big target on it. Um, but they've... Justin Bieber and Conor McGregor have worked this out in advance because... Like, not an hour after Bieber sent this, McGregor says on Twitter, if Tom Cruise is man enough to accept this challenge, McGregor Sports and Entertainment will host the bout. Where's this beef come from? Why does Justin Bieber want to fight Tom Cruise? Does Cruise have the sprouts to fight like he does in the movies? Sprouts. <laughs> <laughs> but in the movies, uh, Connor, he's just acting though, isn't he? Yeah. It's like a di- being a different exactly. person. That's what acting is. Um, you know? uh, I would say that Tom Cruise has got everything to lose, but would it be in the cruiserweight division? Like that. There's no way Beaver's a cruiserweight. You've lost all the boxing fans by saying that. Um, great news. Well, that's good. Um, that's the great way to start off the yes. email section, Pete. Not technically an email, but a Who dispatch cares? from Justin Bieber. Yeah, good to know. Mm. Do you want me to do an email then? Yes, please. Um, do you remember a while back we were talking about um, the quality of tap water? Okay, yeah. Um, good. Because otherwise it seemed a little bit difficult. Did you see that news story that we're in America where a town, uh, a town's drinking water um, out of everyone's taps, um, was purple. This water was coming out purple, right? And the, and the and, you know, it's just what happens when you privatize. What happens? Willy when Wonka movie. <laughs> it's so crazy. Like it's bright purple. They must be doing some tests or something. But um, the, uh, the the water uh, company just went, uh, yeah, it's fine if you, uh, it's fine. Uh, just dilute it. What with? Yeah, the water's purple. <laughs> We just dilated with more purple. What it's you like, pricks? It's like a guy that that mad right wing guy. I forget his name. I want to say Ben Shapiro. Right? Is that right? Is that a name? That's a name. Yeah, Ben Shapiro. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's him. Can I talk to him like this? Yeah. <laughs> He's an idiot. He's an idiot. Yeah. Um, Remember when he was on uh, Andrew, Andrew Neil? Yeah, this is the guy. <laughs> yeah, That's exactly yeah, the guy. Yeah. So, so, the, so another video surfaced recently 
of him trying to poo-poo the idea of people being concerned by rising sea levels <laughs> yeah. by saying, do you really think people within 10 miles of the coast won't just sell their houses? Mm. And people were like, to fucking who? SpongeBob SquarePants? The, the yeah, what, what's going to fucking happen? You know? <laughs> anyway, tap water. Felix has been in touch. He does. It says, uh, um, I don't worry about you saying my last name because it's too hard to pronounce, um, so I won't. Uh, right. He says, I live in Vienna, which Ooh. is notorious, notorious, for speaking of Conor McGregor, um, for its high-end quality tap water. Oh. Even though it's a major city, the water comes directly from the Alps and every Viennese person is weirdly proud of the quality of their tap water. I mean, that's a fundamental like thing to shout about, really, isn't it? Get this. He says, I remember an encounter in South Africa but we tried to convince a lovely person to come to Vienna simply because of the high-quality tap water. <laughs> of course, the person didn't find this argument particularly convincing. But, I mean, that is... That's the most basic of products, and if you get that right, you can only, you know, it's Fabergé eggs. Fabergé eggs after that, isn't it? What do you... What's the best high-end sort of tap water you've ever drunk? Mine is in Iceland, definitely. Um, nah, it stinks of sulphur. No way, it's straight off the, the first, glacier, mate. The first, the first bite is with the schnozzled. I'm not having people, that. No, people drink water with their eyes and it looks very, very good. <laughs> it's, it stinks of sulfur, the tap water. You think? I didn't find that at all. Massively. I find it very... Maybe Everything it a... stinks in Iceland because of the tap water. Really? Yeah. Nah, Stinky. for me it was great. Stinky. What's yours then? Um, Certainly not Hartlepool. No, Hartlepool's all right. It's got, Hartlepool's, I find it quite crisp, but that could be just the added flu ride. Mm. I, went for, I went for a teeth cleaning uh, last week. Oh, she, she was... Not forward, she was not backwards and coming forward yeah. and raking that fucking hard little yeah, brush like across it. the gum. I don't like it. I was like, oh, I was bleeding for ages. Like, yeah. Jesus Christ. It's not great. Jesus. I don't like and it. And he said, Jesus Christ, love. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I? Richard Keys. Um, and I've got to finish off with this one because this is on the same <laughs> subject. And Jack hit his email in and he's applied science to, to the hard, soft water question. He yeah. says, I hope my subject line has caught your attention. Uh, I'm just hoping you weren't being sarcastic when you asked listeners to email in but they're examples of hardest or softest water. Mm. As an ex-chemist, this is an area I can really get on board with, but my competitive side is imploring you to utilise a recognised scale for water hardness to help measure the water hardness softest champions. This would be parts per million of calcium carbonate equivalents. Um, he's put in brackets PPM CaCO3. Right. As part of a previous job of mine was to measure water hardness to gauge the performance of our products, I reckon I've got a good idea of the top and bottom of the scale, hence the subject line. The hardest was in Norwich at 440 ppm CaCO3. The softest was in Lou in Cornwall at just 25 parts per million. Right. Um, I don't believe it. I bet you get a lather from that. He says, I firmly believe there is nothing harder or softer than this in the UK, but I am happy to be proven wrong. I would feel very sorry for the poor limescale-encrusted kettle of the person with harder water than those who live in Norwich, but they may well be out there. Very interested to hear our friends from the US as they understand there's a very hard, there can be very hard water there because groundwater reservoirs are very popular. Ah. That's from Jack. In Vermont, up in New England, the water can be very, very soft to the point where you can't get the soap off your hands. Oh, it just feels all oily yeah. all the time. Yeah. 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 yeah, Good for you though because you like a bit of you do moisturise quite a lot. I need to. My skin is terrible. It's terrible skin. Oh, I wasn't born with I'm, the best skin. I'm greasy. I'm a greasy boy. Um, speaking of uh, chemists, I was watching a video <laughs> that you can see on my computer now. Um, pouring different acids on my hand. That's ridiculous. A boy uh, is basically explaining um, how he's going to pour... This is, 12, of... this is 12 minutes long. <laughs> His hands are going to be finished. He's going to be like in that scene in Robocop. Well, he's sort of, he's sort of doing different... What's he got there? Um, something kind of acid. Uh, but he's... Can we hear it? Pouring acid on them really isn't going to make them any uglier. 
<laughs> right. The moment that the acid touched my skin, I started a timer, and I'm going to hold it here as long as I can until I start feeling a little bit of pain. I swear, it's better right. afternoon, isn't it? <laughs> it reminds me of that Anthony Bourdain part of his book in Kitchen of the Confidential, where right. he decides that he wants to get hands like the guy he works alongside at the broiler station in um, some place in... Um, in, in New England. Have you heard, mm. Remember that story? No. It's, it's, so he's, the, the Bourdain story is he, he he starts off as a, I don't know, like a commie or something yeah. at a, a restaurant. I've got the name of annoyingly. I didn't realise he wrote um, uh, non-fiction. He did. No, fiction. Oh, sorry, fiction. Yeah, no. he did write a few novels, yeah. Um, in Kitchen Confidential, he starts working at this restaurant mm. and it's a mad service. Busy. Mm. I think it's in the 80s. Mm. It's crazy. Going, what's going on is crazy. It's hot. Usual stuff. And um, he's working with these old experience, like long in the tooth, tough chefs, mm. hard drinking, hard yeah. cooking guys, right? As you'd imagine. And he, he nicks himself and he's just come from chef school. Mm. <clears throat> so he's taught that, you know, hygiene reasons, get yourself a, get yourself get yourself a band-aid or whatever, yeah, plaster. Um, actually, no, do you know what? Actually, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a cut, it was a burn. Right. He said, right, get yourself some burn cream, get yourself some plaster, a plaster. He goes over to the head chef or the sous chef, whatever, and says, oh, by the way, I've just burnt myself. I need a, um, a I need blue plaster. A, I need a plaster. And some burn cream. And uh, the sous chef or whoever it was shouts over to the guy on the broiler station, this big old guy who looks like he's been working there for a hundred years and says, Hey, Tommy, new kid needs a burn <laughs> needs a burn cream <laughs> plaster. And uh, apparently no one in, 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 in Bourdain's book, he, as he writes it, the guy says, Come over here, kid. And he goes over there, and the guy puts his hand in the coals of a red burning hot piece of like crockery or whatever, just picks it up of his hand. And puts it on the side, and then shows him his hand, and 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 the way Bourdain describes the guy's hand, it's like <laughs> horrific, like gnarled, callous, like an old pizza. Yeah, basically. Like, and Bourdain says, "Oh, and that's when I realised I want my hands to be like that." I was like, "No, <laughs> that's not the message to get here. You should be out of there. You should be leaving." That's when he knew he had the food bug. So that guy's got a lot to learn. That's what I say. Fantastic stuff. All right, should we wrap up, Pete? Let's get out of here. Yeah, it's been a fun show. I've enjoyed that. Let's get back on Thursday for yeah. episode one seven six. Um, it's been bloody lovely to be back, mm. and um, yeah, we'll, we'll see you then. Mm. See you in a bit. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.